back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Mickey Joseph spoke with the Nebraska media today, gave us a little update on uh, their goings-on as they get ready for Purdue here in just a couple of days. Uh, he said, you see smiles on their face. You do not see doubt in their eyes. You do not see doubt in their body language. So actually, at least a good week of practice going for Nebraska as they get ready for the Boilermakers. Uh, this is on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket. Nate is out for a couple of days. He's actually going back to see the Hokies play, his beloved Hokies, as they take on the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, he's been talking about this uh, since the offseason. I feel kind of bad for him. Neither of those teams are very good. I, I think he was expecting... Maybe more of a of a showdown there, but at least he'll be interested in the game. <laughs> you feel like you feel, uh, like the, feel kind of I, bad I, for. I kind of want to pull this little paddle down and you know <laughs> poke fun at him right now. I, I look, I I think it's good for him to get a chance to go and, yeah. and get back there, and he's excited about going and and, and seeing it for uh, him and his girlfriend. Yeah, so I think that's pretty cool, man. He gets a chance to get out there and, and see what's going on. Yeah, I guess to show his uh, girlfriend his college life, so yeah. that could be uh, dangerous and fun. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, keep him around. Keep him away from some people, maybe that have old stories that you don't want told. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That might not be the case for Nate. I'm just, I'm just throwing out there. Uh, also today, Mickey Joseph uh, mentioned as far as the injuries go, uh, Quentin Newsom and Ramir Johnson will be traveling with the team to West Lafayette. Uh, they are not uh, yet known whether it's be kind of a game time decision. He he let it be known last week. Um, that uh, Ramir, I believe, was out, um, and that was up to Ramir. It was, it, you yep. know, he's, he's letting the players kind of choose first and foremost, more than anybody else, whether they'll play or not that day. And so we'll see if those guys are ready. Kind of big, uh, Quentin Newsom. Uh, because obviously Charlie Jones was the top leading receivers in the nation, uh, also in the conference, and he's like far and away their top uh, receiver. He's got like 640 yards. I think their their next receiver. Uh, TJ Sheffield only has, you know, less than 200 and then Payne Durham's probably their next big target at tight end. But, um, yeah. Quentin Newsom's your number one. So, I mean, that would be a pretty big deal. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think to lose him, especially with a pass laden heavy, um, offense out of Purdue, I think that would be something that, uh, they would need to figure out if you don't, you have to scheme it. You have to scheme for protection on it. I, I, again, if, if you're not going to be able to to dial up a lot of different blitz packages in this game, which you would hope they'd be able to do. If they can't do that, you've got to have your front four to be able to just peer, peer, you know pull their ears back and 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 make it happen. You know, it's got to be a very front four, maybe five, with some stunning uh, different types of things that they can create in order to uh, get pressure. And and again, you may not necessarily need to get to Aiden O'Connell. I, I'm not saying that. I think your just your pressure numbers just gotta be high. You know, you, you you've got if you can't sack him, I think you, you wanna put bodies on him a few times. I think you would hopefully sack him two to three times. And you wanna have your hurry numbers anywhere from seven to ten. If you can do that, then that'd be fine. I, I still think if you don't have the 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 cornerbacks that you feel that can cover in a in a pressure situation when you're putting you're you're basically emptying, you know, yeah. the the tank as far as in your bliss packages. Then you want to play a style of bend but don't break. 
Yeah, and I think that that's probably what they'll go. I mean, I, I wonder if we'll see more zone defense. Uh, just kind of don't let Purdue get over the top of you. Hopefully tackle well. I, I mean, I can't imagine with a passing team like this that even where Nebraska's Yeah, you've got to tackle well. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. Finish that because well, I, I think that's if, important. I don't know if you're going to jam you know, jam them at the line of scrimmage and say boom or bust with this offense. I, I think you probably yeah. um, you know, let them dink and dunk and, and kind of throw it underneath you in a zone. We'll Make see. Plays. Maybe you can you know, eyes on the quarterback. Maybe you can get some picks. Uh, I know they've uh, – oh, you know, Connell's been sacked nine times this year, and he's played in five games. So, uh, you know, that's about twice a game. Uh, Nebraska can keep up with that. And, and Garrett Nelson has had himself a heck of a couple weeks, three and a half sacks yeah. the last two games four and a half total um I, I i think that we're starting to see what we envisioned from that pass rush attack and, and certainly we'll see it this week i mean because the last couple of opponents indiana threw a lot but they threw quickly yeah um you know rutgers offense doesn't necessarily have a strength but this uh purdue offense is definitely going to be throwing the ball so if you want to test out your pass rush this is going to be it but without if quentin newsom's not in there too i wonder if there's going to be a possibility, and I know Tommy Hills just made the move to wide receiver, but maybe a two-way player, maybe emergency type of cornerback because, I mean, you kind of think about what they went with last week. If Newsom's not in, let's say Hartsog's struggling again, and he's a young guy, it can happen, uh, especially if, with Charlie Jones out there if he gets matched up with him. You know, all this – then you're back to Braxton – you know, Braxton Hill, or I'm forgetting his name, Braxton Clark, excuse me, sorry. Um, and you just start to lose, it. like if you had to bench one player, you start to lose uh, a whole lot of options as far as proven guys. So yeah. I wonder, maybe Tommy, because I can't imagine Tommy Hill fell that far down the depth chart, um, but I get the, the sense, the feeling that he made the move to wide receiver on his own behalf because he wants to, you know, impact. He wants to be on the field, um, and he sees a better route doing it there than he does at cornerback right now. But Especially with the loss of Castaneda. Yeah, but just with the depth chart, I wonder, yeah. too, if, if Newsom's out, if there would be a, a hunch to go back to, to Hill at cornerback or put, you know, Tommy Hill back over there for even a game. You could say long term, you know, your wide receiver. But I wouldn't mind a two-way style. I, I think one of the things that I, I heard coming out of the Husker camp is, is this. We know, if, if, if you've kind of looked into it, you know that the offensive line struggled. But one of the things that Whipple stated was that coming into the Rutgers game, they struggled in practice. So you can actually see and understand why there was a lack of success. It carried over. And I think that's a great message too, man, Bach. I, I think I think when you look at how you're preparing, that was something that we just talked about in the last segment about what the coaching staff has been preaching to the basketball team is how you practice if you are lackadaisical or if you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be and you're not doing it in practice, then guess what's going to happen? You're, that's going to carry over because what happens when you get tired, when you get weary, when your mind is like in it but it's not in it, right? Um, it, it comes down to that song. There's a song out there that says, my mind's telling me no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, but but my body. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sing it out. Sing there, it out. <laughs> there, that happens when you get fatigued, and so if you don't if you don't discipline yourself in a certain way, when you're energized, then when you're fatigued, all that stuff will start to go out the window. So the offensive line, what they're saying right now, the offensive line has bounced back hmm. from the Rutgers game. Not only did they have a positive attitude coming into the week, the word is, Whipple stated, but he also admitted that last week was the worst he'd seen. And you see it in the game. Yeah. They did enough just to get by, right? Really, the defense really won that game, this game, right? Yeah, yeah. 
But what's happened was, is this week in practice, not only did they go hard, they identified the problems that they had and they're addressing them. And, and, and part of it, he said, is the change in schedule. Maybe it was because of the off time. But they seem they came in revamped, re, you know, refocused and ready to get better. So that's something to look forward to. I think really, again, a two-way style uh, for Hill, uh, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? He's already very familiar. You know, obviously Bush hasn't been, you know, because whatever's going on internally there, we don't know. But something made him want to make the switch. But I would venture to say you want you want more in your bag if you need it. Yeah, and we'll see how that turns out. I'm always interested because the numbers, too. He wears the number two now. Caleb Tanner always wears two, so he'd have to switch maybe back to zero for the game if he does go back to cornerback. So yeah. uh, that could be uh, another part of this evolving story with Tommy storyline, I should say, with Tommy Hill. Um, but you mentioned, too, um, you know, this offense, it, it's, it's not been able to put together drives. I mean, you even think about um, the, the quick touchdown they had last week was right after an interception. It wasn't a drive. Mm-hmm. It was just a toss it up to, 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 to Palmer. And, and that's kind of what broke out the Indiana game, too. Um, you know, you'd like to see sustained drives, and they can get them here and there. Uh, but with the offensive line playing the way that it is, it's difficult to do. Do you see more... Do you see a need for more? I mean, because it's 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 not like a question now. It's literally bailed them out several times now this year. Is just a Palmer on a deep ball. Do you think you need to see maybe more of that in your offense altogether and less of a hope to sustain a drive? Um, you know, maybe you can get a pass interference. Maybe you know who knows. Worse, you know, on third and long, chuck it deep. They intercept it. It's like a punt. You know, if you, as long as you get the tackle right away. So um, I think that this offense has been. And bailed, like I said, bailed out several times from one deep ball to, to Trey Palmer in like three of the games this year. I think that they might need to take some more of those shots. I, I like it. I like the shots. I think also teams are going to realize that Trey Palmer is an overtop guy. Yeah, That's why I think Marcus Washington needs to emerge. Um, Travis Volkolek needs to be available. Um, even, you know, Chandler Brewington. Oh, yeah. um, those guys need to really – emerge and start filling in uh, you, you want to have a big game out of a Marcus Washington or Alante Brown one of those guys uh, need to have one of those games why not this week right because I think I think if I'm Purdue I'm scheming for him but here's the thing that um, you know Jim Jim Philippi stated and, and I, I agree with him he he said that time of possession will be a big part of that. I think so too. I think when you're dealing with a passing team like this, you have to bend but don't break. You have to get off the field at some point, narrow the field, whether it be in the red zone or just before the red zone or before they cross the 50. Obviously, you're going to take take a hit on field position. But when you when you have those those moments where you get off the field you have to be able to hold possession because that's going to tire out their defense, right? You've got to move the chains. That's why the running game, I think, is going to be very important. I think the running game for them is going to open up so many avenues. I think they can't get so bullheaded at between tackles in in A and B gaps. Sometimes they got to be able to stretch it. Yeah, and I think that's something that they haven't seen them fully do yet. You know, if you're going to do them stretch reads, whatever, read options, whatever, uh, maybe some pa- uh, uh, run pass options. Yeah, you know, some things like that to hold them them linebackers just a little bit longer. I think some screens, some screens, or some you know just some wide dumps, uh, different types of screen actions, just to just to not allow them take some pressure off of that line a little bit. 
Yeah, we'll see if, how creative they get. I think you're right. It would be it would be nice to see a little bit more of that. And I do think the key for both teams is going to be they're getting their ground game going a little yeah. bit um, yeah. because it's going to be a question. I mean, I could easily see both defenses taking out the ground game, and we'll just have a long ball game. Yeah. It'll be a lot of easy. passing. Who's going to be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's going to uh, win it? I certainly could see that happening too. But uh, for either team, if one gets the running advantage, I think that they'll probably come out the victor. Uh, that'll uh, wrap it up for now, but we've got uh, your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on the other side. Give us a call, 402 464 Five six eight five. It's a competitive call. It's time for a shootout with Strick. First person to do so will get the opportunity, and it's about the Nebraska Purdue series. So we'll do that coming up next. It's shootout with Strick. Give us a call. We'll be right back on the block. <laughs> 